All right. It's Beat That Team Up North Week. We got the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club coming up on Friday. This guy can't make it, but we figured we'd kick off the week with him. Zach Bourne. What's up, Zach? Hello, Zachary. What's going on, guys? How are you? Good, good. A little surprise to wake up this morning and to see the early line is only seven and a half points. Does that sound about right to you? Uh, you you want to know? I would have said seven and a half before the complete domination right. they had against Michigan State. After that game, I would have thought they the you know the Vegas thirteen point eight. No, I I, I would have even thought fourteen and a half. Yeah, I think they would have tried suckering people into taking Ohio State with the fourteen and a half, but. Seven and a half. I don't know about you, Jerry, but I'm all over that one. Yeah, I agree. Although Michigan puts up the 59, but that was at Maryland. That dismantling of the Spartans on Saturday was, what did they score on their first seven possessions? Seven possessions. They didn't even have a third down in the first half, did they? One, maybe? I don't know, man. That, that <laughs> offense has just been clicking on all cylinders. I mean, you know, coaches and teams at all times, you know, when I was there, everyone talks about peaking. When do you peak? And you have to peak at the right time. And this Ohio State team is just peaking at the perfect time. And, you know, November's are when championships are won, and that's what this Ohio State yeah. team is playing like. Hey, take us through, uh, what was your record against Michigan? I was 3-1. and 3-1. and one. Take And your junior year you lost, Correct. Correct. Was there something different that junior year than the other years? That was the fickle year, correct? It, it, it was the fickle year. Um, and, and you know what? I, I don't think there was. I actually, I would say our junior year was probably the most motivated we were going into that game. Granted, you're always so motivated, right? But it was kind of like you know, our freshman and sophomore year, our team was so good and Michigan was just not great those years that you kind of go into and say, hey, we're just going to, you know, what these dudes up and just, you know, run through these guys and end it early. Whereas in our junior year, they were a really good football team. Brady Hoke was there. That was the year that they made it to uh, the Sugar Bowl, which then was like a BCS game. And, uh, you know, it, it was the year that our backs were on the line. We, we weren't playing well at all. Coach Tressel actually came in and gave us – uh, a surprise inspirational speech on Friday before we left for Ann Arbor in, in the buses. And, you know, going to that game, we were just like, we have to do everything possible to win this game. And it felt like the first time where kind of our backs were up against the wall already walking into that stadium. Uh, and just it, the dominoes didn't fall our way. You know, it was one of those things where uh, Denard Robinson was just running all over us, and uh, we just couldn't stop him. And then, obviously, our, our senior year, there was no way we were going to lose that game. Being, you know, being eleven and zero, knowing it was our last game ever because we couldn't play in the Big Ten championship, couldn't play uh, in a bowl game. Uh, we knew we were going to win that game. But the junior wasn't different. It was just, uh, you know, it was just we were the most motivated that year. Did Tress practice for Michigan? Do a little bit every day. Every, every day. practice, okay. Every, every day, it didn't matter. It didn't matter if it was in March. It didn't matter if uh, it was the week of the game. You always had a period that was dedicated to the team up north. All right. And what about Urban? Uh, even more intense. Okay. Urban, yeah, Tress would do like a five minute period. Urban's doing like a twenty minute period. All right, because we talked to Ryan Day a couple weeks ago, and he said he doesn't every day, and that he does in the summer. And that he does uh, stuff in the summer, but he doesn't work on Michigan every day. Yeah, I mean, do you want know he it, it, Brian Day might not, uh, and who knows what it was with Urban? It was us players were reminded of it every day. 
you know, it was one of those things that, um, it, you know, it, it didn't matter what we were doing. That game was always in the back of our mind, and I think that's the way Urban wanted it, and that's the way Ryan wanted it. You know, I, I think Ryan's so hands-on with, uh, you know, calling the offense and doing some of those different things, and maybe he's not thinking about it every day, but he better hope the players are, and I know he, I know he knows that. Hey, Zach, going back to Saturday's uh, domination of Michigan State, they really put the damper on the Heisman talk for running back – uh, that Kenneth Walker, but C.J. Stroud, I mean, he's. I think he's your Heisman winner here, don't you? Man, you, you would have thought when that game Wow, ended, there was no way he wasn't going to win the Heisman. But, of course, Bryce Young at Alabama went up and yeah. saw some crazy numbers. And, you know, it, it's the ESPN bias, right? The, the Heisman Trophy's aired on ESPN. It's an ESPN thing. ESPN has so many deep roots to the SEC. So who knows? Yeah, that's happen. true. In, in my opinion – C.J. Stroud has outplayed Bryce Young all year. In my mind, C.J. Stroud should win the Heisman Trophy. Uh, there's no question about it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how far he's grown. And, you know, it, and Zach and I do a podcast with Matt Fink. It's two bucks and a nut. We talked early on, and he had that shoulder injury and missed a game. And it, it could be as simple as... The kid was hurting early on, gained experience, and boy, when he came back, he was just uh, a different player. Yeah, he told everyone he was hurting all around. You know, everyone knew in, in training camp he was on a pitch count because his shoulder was hurting. Comes out against Minnesota, plays well. Comes out against Oregon, which is probably the game he was he was the most hurt, and absolutely torched Oregon, even though we lost that game. Then gets through Tulsa, and then, yeah, he, t- he takes a game off. Imagine if he would have played against Akron and would have put up another 400-plus yard passing game with six or seven touchdowns. I mean, you know, no one's even talking talking about that. Bryce Young's played every game this year, and trust me, they've played some bad opponents. And So you take one of the worst opponents on Ohio State's schedule, and probably the worst opponent, and all the stats that C.J. Stroud's been racking up, and you take that out of the equation, C.J. Stroud's for sure the highest in the front runner. Yeah, hey, you know, one of the he most – good. Would you say, and it involves you, so you can be a little biased here, but would you say that you your uh, picture – and I think you were over Devin Gardner, the Michigan yep. quarterback, where you're kind of flexing. Take us through that play, and then do you think it's probably the most um, – the number one image in Buckeye history? I mean, it's got to be in the top five, right? Uh, I, I'll never say it's number one. I don't even know it's in the top five. That's uh, I, I don't put judgment on that, or I don't rank my picture, because like you said, it is me. Um, from that standpoint, though, it's like – you know, we've talked about this at the Beat Michigan Club. And, you know, when you play in the Ohio State-Michigan game, everything's just so much more intense. You take the biggest game you've ever played in and amplify it by 10, and that's the Ohio State-Michigan game. And so, you know, going into that game, it's like, you know, you are your adrenaline's pumping so much. You are so wired into everything that's going on. You run faster. You hit harder. Everything happens so much quicker. And so – you know, during that game, it's just kind of like your instincts have to take over. I mean, you train all year round for that one game to be at your peak performance. And so, you know, everyone, everyone that's probably the most uh, commonly asked question that I get is, what you know, take me through that play. What happened? To be honest, you can't. You, I mean, I'm so locked in. You know, obviously I've, I've watched it countless times afterwards. But in the moment, in that game, you aren't thinking about anything. You're like, hey, I, I'm trying to kill someone here. Who, who, you know, who's the guy I'm going to kill? And so 
it, from that standpoint, it's my instincts took over. You kind of you kind of black out in all those moments, and you just make a play, and, and you let your emotions take over, and that's where the flex came from. I think the game, Zach, is so big, and having watched it so many times, I don't think home field makes a bit of difference in this rivalry. I really don't. Ohio State, especially the last few decades, dominating up in the big house, and Michigan's had a not bad record, uh, you know, prior. I guess the last few years, but they always make a good run here at the shoe. I've been in the, the big house there when they're doing OHIO in the third quarter. I mean, the game is over. It's the most depressing thing, and it gets quiet up there, man. You guys oh, have yeah. really dominated in Ann Arbor. Yeah, there is no home field advantage, like you just said. I mean, the, the game is so intense that you know the guys on the field aren't even looking into the stands or can't even hear hear the you know people yeah. in the stands, and so. Um, no, man, you go into this game and, and it doesn't matter where you're playing. It doesn't matter if you're playing on a, on a dirt patch outside right. Torque's, Torque's house. It's, uh, I could put a football you, field in there, Zach. No doubt. No, I know you <laughs> can. So it doesn't matter where you're playing in this game, man. It, it doesn't matter what fans are there. It, it, it's one of those games where you go in there and you just smell blood, you taste blood, and you want blood. And that's the way it is. And so it doesn't matter if it's in Ann Arbor, in Columbus, Ohio. Those teams, especially this Saturday, I mean, Michigan is riding high. And, and un- unfortunately, but fortunately, you know, now I'm uh, marrying into a Michigan family. Yeah. So of course, I'm hearing, I'm hearing all that stuff this week. And they've got a bunch of confidence up there. So I think it's the first time in a while, really, since probably, yeah. you know, 18, they had some confidence because they didn't think Ohio State was very well, and then they just got walloped here in, here in Columbus. But, you know, probably it's the most confidence they've had since 2016, you know, when, when it was number one versus number two. And um, I, I think all everyone up there in Ann Arbor is thinking this is our year. So, Zach, well. as an ex-player, and I know you get the juices flowing for this game, when you played, who were some of the guys during the course of your four years who came in and talked to you? Because it almost seems like no matter who the player is, during that week, it's different for you, even when you're not in the game. Yeah, you, you know what? Um, what? What you're saying when we were playing? Who yeah, came who came to, to who us? came to talk to you guys? Like you mentioned Tress, but was there anyone yeah. else? You want to know something? That's the only one. And, really? And this is why. And this is why. It's because you know that game more than any other game. The coaches are very smart. They try and keep the player. They try and keep us completely out of the spotlight. Try and keep it a very tight knit group. You know that that game starting Sunday, right? Sunday yesterday, they went into the facility, and this week more than any other week, they try and close the ranks. No one, no one outside outside is allowed inside the facility. You know that the support staff is even kind of hey it. They're, they're restricted on kind of where they can go in the interactions they have with us. This week, more than any other week, they try and close the ranks, bring everyone together and say, hey, we're going into a heavyweight fight, so we don't need to bring people in for motivation. We don't need to uh, yeah. have people in here right from the outside. Guess what? This week, there's one mission, and that's what we need to do, and so we need to stay as tight as possible to go up there. So does Mickey Rock's trainer come in and say, women weak in legs, Zach? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no, man, dude, you you wake up. There's no other feeling when you wake up on game day morning, man. I'm telling you, when your feet hit the ground out of that bed, and, you know, it's normally always a noon game, man. Wake up call six ten a.m. Yeah, where you know they, they, there's sometimes, man, you're playing Purdue and you got to rub the the sleep out of your eyes when that alarm goes off. I'm telling you what, man, you couldn't get out of bed quicker when that alarm the when that alarm goes goes off the morning of the Ohio State Michigan game, man. It's like your hair starts sticking up. It's kind of like you know, ah, your hair it, it, starts. Sti- oh. 
Yeah, my, my hair does start sticking up, Tor. Can you believe that? Because, uh, man, dude, I'm telling you, man, your blood's just flowing. There's no, there's nothing like it. I mean, dude, it's always cold out. It, it's after Thanksgiving, it's freezing cold. You don't even feel the cold. I mean, yeah, it's that yeah. kind of game. Hey, uh, Hireman's coming on uh, with this so week. Fun. And you are roommates with Jeff. You got any good, uh, what should we ask Jeff? Any good stories we can get out of him? Oh, man. The, the, that the we can say. What position did he play? He tight end. Uh, tight end. He played tight end. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got a bunch of R-rated stories with Jeff, but from the standpoint of, you, you should ask him about the celebration after our 2012 Michigan win. Okay. When we, uh, yeah, when it was the last game of the season, and uh, you should ask him about that, that, uh, that celebration that night. That was one hell of a night. Was he a good roommate? Was he sloppy or? Uh, no, great roommate. You want to know something, Jeff? Um, Jeff not only was my roommate, uh, off, you know, off the field in, in our in our condo in our in our house, but Jeff was also my roommate for every away game and home game. So you know, we stay in a hotel on Friday night sure. at the Blackwell here in Columbus, and then on the road. So Jeff and I were so close. He was even my uh, roommate night before games. And so, uh, you know, Jeff can tell you kind of how crazy I was before games. Man, yeah. We, uh, oh, yeah. We, we had we had a lot of fun, man. He, he knows, uh, yeah, we're, we're tight. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Well, Leave uh, it at that. have fun up uh, with the in-laws, the future in-laws. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Zach. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too, man. Sorry I'm missing the uh, the Beat Michigan Club, but I'll be up there. Uh, I'll be up in Ann Arbor on Saturday. Okay, and, uh, man. Uh, in amazing – with in all the maize and blue, wearing probably the most obnoxious red Ohio State gear you'll ever see. So. Don't don't wear what you wore for Halloween. No, I will not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, see you guys.